This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 15, Episode 11, titled Two Queens, One Joke. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two hilarious co-hosts. I do not write these scripts. First, from the podcast, bravo, bravo, effing bravo, please say. Okay, girl, get to the point. To Nathan... Patrick uh, Brown. Hello, Nathan. Welcome back. I look pretty good for a dead bitch. That is true. I'm back, 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 back again. Yeah, you are back, back, back again. And coming to us from Los Angeles, California, and from Bloody Podcast, please say... Free Willy! To Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's what I say when I have sex. Free Willy! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I usually charge. Why am I making those jokes? Guys, I do not really do that. Police, I don't really do that. It's a joke. Why did I say that? I should have put that on Nathan. Yeah, I love that. Why am I doing it on me? This is the only time you're going to have to edit out your own thing for your own. Yeah. For your own yeah. <laughs> own benefit. i wonder what I said. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh... <laughs> By the way, we said this on the. Uh, we just did a show called Just Between Us Girls, which is available to anyone who is on our Patreon feed at the executive tier and above. And now you can get your video exclusively on Patreon of Just Between Us Girls. So, what are you waiting for? Sign up for our Patreon membership today at patreon.com/slash afterthoughtmedia and take your RuPaul's Drag Race obsession to the next level. Yeah. See you in the Discord. Oh. Thank you, Taylor. And by the way, Spotify just made a big announcement. They've partnered with Patreon and coming soon, because it's kind of a pain in the ass right now. If, you, if you're if you a Spotify listener, you can't listen on Spotify. You'll be able to listen on Spotify Ugh. pretty soon. That's going to be a, a big game changer. All right. This week, the girls vogue the house down before pairing up for a stand-up comedy challenge. On the runway, the category is Rip Her to Shreds. Lux Noir London and Lucy LaDuca are named the winners of the challenge, while Marsha, 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 and Anitra are placed in the bottom two. After a lip-sync battle for their lives, Anitra was told, Shantae, you stay, while Marsha, Marsha, Marsha was asked to sashay, sashay, sashay away. Uh, ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Lori, you just watched the episode. Uh, go ahead. You go first. Okay, um, I, well, two things I like. I like that Ali Wong was a guest judge. I thought she was great uh, for the most part. Um, oh. And. <laughs> so weird Ali Wong. <laughs> Shuts fire at Ali Wong. No, I know. I, I think Ali Wong's great. I, I, She's I don't, great. To be honest with you, I don't, think it, I don't think it was anything she did. I think it was editing. That's what. So, but mm-hmm. we'll get to it. Oh, okay. Um, right. and but she's very funny. Um, I actually like the looks. I for the I thought that they were good. Um, mm-hmm. I like the challenge. 
the um it's two things laurie for the no for the looks i like the what the oh. ripper to shreds i like that the one thing i didn't like i didn't like the fact that they were not judged as a duo i felt like you either i felt that that kind of hurt collaboration because it's like you either win as a team or you die as a team so i felt like yeah. if anitra was in the bottom then sasha should have been in the bottom well Come on, we we all know what happened. Please, yeah, yeah. They're not going to let that happen. No, I know, but I. That's how I felt. Yeah. Well, look, we'll get to it because you know, producer Zach posed a question I'm going to pose later about the double chante, and so. All right, Nathan, what about you? So I loved Lux calling out loser Deluca for the non-existent baby bump last week. I wasn't on last week's episode, but I was screaming at the TV being like, where's the fucking bump? I think the CDC need to hurry up with that drag delusion vaccine because it is really needed with this Lucy. And I also enjoyed the voguing mini challenge. I thought it was just like really fun. I liked seeing the queens living for each other. And I think all those ballroom bitter Bettys complaining about when the show does Vogue, like get over it. You know, and the one thing I did not was that the lip sync wasn't a sh- double chante. I thought, I mean, I think Anitra won, but Marsha was fantastic, and I thought it should have been a double save. So I was annoyed that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. The two things I liked. I like this Ali Wong. I thought it was great to have an actual comic, a working, currently comic. You know, who's actually because because I'm to have a comic, but. It's like, all right, well, okay, I guess in 2006, you know, you were a comic. Yeah. <clears throat> and so that was great. She's a current, you know, she's top of her game right now, and she's doing big things. And I thought she did a great job, unlike some people. Then I thought the lip sync was fantastic. It was very, it was, it's great when there's a great lip sync. I mean, I'll say this now. Marsha said at the end that she was not too bad because she held her own against Anitra. And I'm going to be honest with you. I agree with her. I mm-hmm. think she held her own up against Anitra. Uh, the thing I did not like, this might be, I can't think of anything worth, worse across the board in terms of stand-up sets. There wasn't anything that was so bad it was funny. There was anything that was generally funny. Literally all my notes, spoiler alert, say awful next to <laughs> each one. There was not one funny one of the bunch. They tried to make somebody the winner, I think, but uh, yeah, it wasn't doing it for me. Uh, all right, uh, let's move on. After Malaysia's elimination, the queens say goodbye to her. Selena acknowledges her place as a bottom bitch, and Lucy again, again expresses shock that she didn't win. But Nathan, let's start with you here. What were your thoughts on everything that happened here in this uh, opening scene? I can't stand this Lucy. The way she's yeah. obsessed with like she she named herself second place and i was like when did, when did that happen when are they handing out seconds and thirds lux does the same thing in fairness yeah i was thinking about this i think the way lux presents it is more like she knows she's being funny she knows she's being delusional and we're sort of like in on the joke with lux but with lucy the way she argues it's not fun i don't really get her point of view and it's like if you're going to be that arrogant and delusional it's not endearing the way like it is for Alyssa Edwards you know you sort of like you're having fun with it but Lucy's just too serious or something I don't like her Laurie what about you what were your thoughts uh <clears throat> I thought that Lucy and Lux were kind of in the same boat I mean they both thought that they were in second place they both thought that they should have won um you know I just uh so I yeah I found them both annoying to be honest with you um and uh I thought that it was kind of funny that they threw shade at Lucy by saying that this was her third main, main win 
or, you know, main challenge win when Lucy had tried to make it seem like, you know, she had all these challenges because she won two mini challenges. So, all right. I have a note here. Maybe you guys might remember it said, quote, I don't think I was that bad this week. Oh, it was Selena. Selena goes, I don't think I was that bad. I'm like, no, you were really awful. Yeah. And I was like, you were that bad. But I think that's all of them, though. That's what's so funny. And like this whole argument is like, you know, argue. It's like they're arguing with each other about what the judges said. You know, like who you're not going to what's what do you think the outcome is going to be? That one of the queens is going to be like, you're right. Let's go talk to RuPaul. <laughs> like, you know. Well, you know, what's really weird. It's funny that this is a stand up set um, episode and Lori's here. But, you know, there's a thing, you know, in uh, stand up where like sometimes you get an audience and the audience is dead. There's nothing you can do. It's not you. And if you think about it, it's a random group of people. How are they all have this like singular like personality? The same thing when the audience is hot, you know, like why are all these random people just really on tonight? You know, and um, it's the same thing with this cast. How is it? That this entire cast nearly, with the exception of, of maybe a couple, is totally delusional. Everyone on there is delusional. And it's very, very bizarre. So let's talk about Lucy. Even though, you know what? I'll just give a basic thing here because we're going to talk about it again in this conversation the next day. But yeah, Lucy is delusional. Like, who says during someone's, like, congratulations round? She said, I'm actually kind of surprised because I think I should have won. Who, can you imagine if someone said that to Lucy? The week, the next week, someone said, oh, I think I should have won to Lucy. She would have fucking flipped her shit. She would have gone so crazy. It's, she really has mental problems. And, you know, there's a big <laughs> thing that are some people who are like, no, she's just, you know, this or that. And, blah, blah, blah. and you know, because she's saying, oh, they're editing it that way. That makes it seem that way. They're asking her. She's answering questions. But then. She really disproves her argument on social media when she just goes on and on and on about it, even on social media. She has basically what I'm saying is go to betterhelp.com slash drag race recap <laughs> yeah. and get 10% off your first month there, Lucy LaDuca. All right, let's move on. Uh, the next day, Lucy and uh, Lux have it out over Lucy's lack of a baby bump before Rue enters the workroom to announce this week's mini challenge. It's a Harlem Vogue ball. The queens get into quick drag and pop, dip, spin, and shablam in an attempt to snatch the trophy. In the end, Anitra walked that duck to the mini challenge win. Uh, Lori, let's start with you. Let's talk about that moment in the workroom the next day. Yeah, I mean, look, I... I wasn't as much of a where's the baby bump person as Nathan maybe was. I thought it was fine. And and Lucy even pointed out that Lux's, Lux's wasn't fully Beyonce either. It was her version of Beyonce. So mm-hmm. it's like you can't you can't argue that somebody isn't being, you know, on point with the look and then you yourself weren't on point with the look. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't that, you know, that's a f- false argument. And, um, but I mean, at the same time I do, I just like seeing Lucy get, uh, perturbed, you know, and just be like, you know, upset that anyone would even dare think to come after her because her, her drag is so flawless. So Nathan, I think it's, uh, they were talking about different things with the Beyonce body. Like, yeah, you can say, oh, Lux, you're not padded like Beyonce, but she wasn't doing a pregnant Beyonce. I think, yeah, you can have arguments about padding to look like a replica of the person. But when someone's pregnant, you put a little baby bump in, especially when she's on the main stage holding her belly. Where was the bump? 
And when she said like, Lux, I think you're being offensive to Beyonce. It's like, oh my God, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. So let me tell you something. I'm going to say something kind of surprising. And I wouldn't call this a defense of Lucy. Forget the Lucy argument here. This fucking Lux comes in here and is like, that wasn't a baby bump. You didn't do this. It's not real. Does this bitch remember episode one with the fucking wig and the 40 inches this and the 24 inches that and how annoyed she was with Irene Dubois? over what you know this and why is irene worrying about this and worrying about that i'm all like you fucking whore you just fucking because you know it's been months for us but it's only been like a couple let me see by this point it's probably been like a month and a month and a half for them you know it's not been that long since she had the thing with irene dubois and now she's doing the same thing that irene did to her calling her out for you know the veracity of what she's claiming, she's doing the same thing. The oppressed often become the oppressor. Nathan, you want to jump in <laughs> well, here? They're all oppressed. Um, I think it's different with with Lux because Lucy came in saying I should have been second, i.e., I beat you, and Lux is just saying, "Well, no." Like I think it's okay to refute someone when they're saying I should have beat you. It's different to the hair. Oh, okay. So you're saying that like. She she's saying that she didn't win the challenge because she didn't have the baby bump and but the whole the thing with the hair was that was different. I see what you're saying. Okay, I could I could go to that, yeah, but to me I feel like that's just semantics. Again, they're arguing about something that they have no control over. They're arguing well, about second. what the judges. Yeah, they're arguing about what the judges are judging, and it's like you. So you don't you know you have no control over how the judges judge you. I, I, and Nathan's making yeah. the point that there's no second or third. There's no, there's like, there's legitimately, let's go through it. The winner, um, I'll even give them, I'll even give them like, because generally, really, it's just winner, safe, bottom. I mean, not going home, eliminated. Yeah. It's winner, That's- safe, eliminated. But I'll give them top safe and bottom safe, right? Okay. But there, I don't, there's no like delineated like second, third, fourth. Yeah. Sick. The problem with that logic, the problem with the logic is that it assumes that this is a fair competition based on data, which it's not. No. At all. Yeah. Based on exactly the fact that there wasn't a double Shantae today. Yeah. Well, I disagree that there's, I feel like Marsha should have gone home, but. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that they they act like second place holds merit. Like, you know, yeah. they're gonna look at at the end of this episode season. They're gonna look at the the track record and be like, well, you know, Lucy did come in second a lot. She was really yeah. good. You know, it's like nobody gives a shit. I think that's the problem. I think they're playing all stars rules. Like they're gonna get stars and shit. Yeah. When it's really yes. like the main season, it should just be whoever makes it to the next episode to get to the final episode. Doesn't even really yeah. matter if you win. Track rod's not important. Mm-hmm. Track record's not important. Yeah. It's important whether or not you get eliminated. Yeah. Look at Sasha. Sasha had a not so great. Yeah. Tra- uh, Sasha Valour. Sasha Valour had a not so great track rec- record going into the finale and won the whole thing. Now, yeah. Here's the other thing too. Lux has this thing, and you could call it a skill. You could call it a talent. It drives me up the wall. She has a way of doing that voice and that attitude, that mean girl voice that like I literally, even though I'm not Lucy and I agree with Lux or whatever, I want to punch Lux in the face where it's like, 
Yeah. Well, you know, like I did not even take this argument. Remember how she was behaving during the whole um when they didn't when she said, Oh, well, we're gonna have this one thing, the country thing, the rocky the heavy metal one. Metal. Yeah. We're gonna have that. We decided we're gonna she has a way of doing that mean girl bitchy voice that you're like, Yeah, that voice is annoying where we wanna strangle you to death when you do that voice. Yeah, I think it's just another element of like arguing you want to get so when you argue with somebody you want to get them sort of off their you know rocker to get them upset so that way they kind of overreact and then you seem like you're the one who want who you know won the argument and that's another well, you tool. would know about that Lori, wouldn't you fuck you joe <laughs> <laughs> um all right now let's talk about that mini challenge let's talk about the vogue challenge Lori. what were your thoughts on that vogue challenge yeah, I mean, look, I th- to be honest with you, I thought Mistress was funny, um, but then you know she's I f- I feel like except for the comedy challenge, she's really good at comedy, um, and so <laughs> I I thought she did a good so true. We'll talk about that in the comedy challenge, but Lori's not wrong. Yeah, but I thought that she I to be so if it, if I was picking, I would pick her. There's some okay. I, I, I'm going to say this and I, and I know it sounds bitchy, but there's something about Anitra where I recognize that Anitra is talented. Okay. I recognize mm-hmm. she's a good dancer, but I don't mm-hmm. find her interesting. So she could duck walk, you know, up a loop. She could duck walk mm-hmm. and do all, she could do that thing where she drops and she shows her bussy. She could do any, you know, and I just, <laughs> I yawn. I just don't find it interesting. And I don't know what it is. And and so I yeah I I personally was just like she was doing the her voguing and I recognized that it was talent but I was just like I this is so boring to me so I personally didn't think that she w- should have won but I recognize that also I'm not the person to choose it and she was the only one who actually did any real voguing Nathan maybe it's time we accept that maybe drag queens don't need to be interesting. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like she's doing a great job. I don't know if it matters if she's that dull. Um, but I think, I think Sasha should have won. I thought she was fantastic. You know, I'm a sucker for a wig reveal. So she had me in that moment. I agree with you. I thought Sasha should have won. I wonder if it was a thing like we can't have Sasha winning every single challenge. Yeah. You know, the other thing too is now, I don't know if Lori knows about that. Nathan alluded to it. There was a little bit of controversy this week. Because, you know, they release Act 1 earlier in the week. So people saw this around Tuesday or Wednesday. And a lot of people from the Vogue community, not a lot, a couple of people from the ballroom community, Aja dipping her toe, but not really diving in, but uh, the, but saying, oh, you know, this is awful what they're doing to ballroom and they're this and that, blah, 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 blah. Nathan, you want to weigh on this. What did you want to say? Um, I'm over it. Like, I just feel like every time something happens, like anytime someone Vogues, or does a duck walk. There's people complaining about it. And it's just like, oh my God, like, I get you might've had a point ages ago, but I'm just like, yeah, it's culture. Things happen. People come up with things and then it's on TV. Like you don't see people who love chess getting mad at the queen's gambit. Like just, just Mm -hmm. relax. Well, you know, someone on Reddit made the point that you don't see Tyra Banks going like, this isn't real modeling or, you know, um, uh, Heidi Klum going, this isn't really Project Runway. But the other thing I was thinking about today was watching it is they're not really they're not even claiming to be like oh we're doing real ballroom stuff they're almost kind of doing a send up like oh ha 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 we're effing around uh doing ballroom but we almost like little children 
doing a version of ballroom. And I think they acknowledged no one would say they were doing real ballroom. That said, first of all, gatekeeping in general. I mean, I was like going with gatekeeping. By this token, are Willem and Alaska going to skip the recap this week because they're not stand-up comics? But um, gatekeeping has to stop. And so this ballroom thing is just like, shut up. You know, just you're, stop being dumb. Stop gatekeeping everything. Because if you're gatekeeping, then you can't complain when people are gatekeeping against you. How do you say, oh, they won't let us do ballroom in Tennessee, but you can't do ballroom because you're not doing this? And that said also, voguing itself is a send-up of what they were emulating Vogue covers. It came from that, you know? So you don't see Anna Winter saying, oh, you can't do this. Like, it's evolution. Uh, the drag and everything, art, is taking something up and holding it up and, and however you see it. And they're just having fun. Just Can't we just have fun? I just want to have fun is what I'm trying to say. It was also Thank a you. mini challenge. It was also it a, was mini, a cha- mini challenge. It was a mini challenge. It was, it was hastily put together. I mean, yeah. Selena as titties look like that TikTok, those TikTok videos where the people fall, you know, they're trying to eat healthy and then they fall into fast food and they trip and uh, they're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spot said- on. All right, moving on. For this week's Maxi Challenge, RuPaul tells the girls they'll be performing stand-up comedy in pairs. The queens fish for cans of booze, to decide teams based on flavors, as the only queen with cherry, Selena gets to choose to perform solo or steal a queen, opting to have Mistress as her partner. In the workroom, the girls get to work riding their sets. Lux and Lucy bounce jokes off each other. Marsha bounces jokes off herself. Mistress hopes Lux and Lucy implode, and Anitra's headache derails her riding session. Uh, let's just stop there. Did you guys? Did you have any thoughts, Nathan, on anything that happened in the maxi challenge in the workroom afterwards? Um, I think the really only uh, sort of topic of discussion I can think of is Selena stealing Mistress. I think that was probably a smart move for Selena. Someone stronger Mm might have done really well on their own, but I think for her, she was like, Mm -hmm. I need to grab a funny bitch. So I think that was smart. I mean, what did you you guys think of that? Laurie, what did you think? Well, so I'm going to go with what I thought going into the competition because I think I actually changed my mind at the end but at the beginning when i saw this i thought selena's actually kind of screwing herself because she said that the reason one of the reasons why she didn't want to be by herself is that if it tanks she really has no one to blame but herself but Mm -hmm. she made the decision to have a partner so she kind of screwed herself twice because if she if they both mess up it's like selena that was your decision you could have been by Mm -hmm. yourself you know so in my opinion, I thought Marsha, Marsha, Marsha is going to be is in the best place because she did not choose this. So if she doesn't shit the bed. She could do mm-hmm. really she could be OK. So yeah. that's kind of what I thought at the beginning. You know, I actually think I don't know if Lori has a thought on this because Mistress kind of quizzes Anitra about her lineup choices. I think Anitra made I don't think she was trying to screw anybody over. And I think the choices she made were smart choices I think I probably would have made the same choices with the information I had at the time. Do you agree with that, uh, comedy expert Lori Roddenkamp? Yeah, I thought it was funny that that Mistress was like, "Oh, she was very calculated," and it was like, like "No, how? I think I think she just put herself put she knew well enough to put her and Sasha in the middle, and that I think that was it. I think she she didn't want to. Well, actually, I could say this. 
I think she knew she was smart enough to know that she didn't want to follow Selena and Mistress because they were probably no matter what they're going to be very high energy, and she knew that she wanted to be in the middle, and I think that was it. So, yeah. and I also think she realized too. I mean, based on how I said on the information she had, Marsha has typically done well in performance challenges. So she figured yeah. Marsha would be strong enough to open the show and probably didn't think Lucy and um, Lux would do that well. And so she was trying to help them and yeah. put them somewhere in the middle. So I, I don't think there was a bad intention there. By the way, going also, this is the first time we've heard this because we've heard the cast come for Lucy. But um, when they're talking about the fact that, uh, you know, Lux and Lucy just had this little tiff which by the way do you think that it was rigged for them to be together what do you think nathan yeah i did think it was rigged yeah a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent she the, i mean to the point where they didn't even show her pulling the like she literally pulled it out from the top of the the cooler <laughs> you know every other queen they showed them dipping their hand in the cooler and pulling she go she literally went to the top of the cooler and she pulled it out and it was like okay come on so everyone's talking about lux and Lucy being together, Mistress acknowledges that they're the two thirds. So they actually acknowledge Lux is just as grasping as Lucy is and that the cast knows this. So I thought that was really interesting. And then let's talk about Anitra. She had a migraine headache. And I'm not saying she didn't have a migraine headache. I think it's hard to fake and you can tell like she, her nose was stuffy and she was really going through it. But there was a part of me that th wonders if it was partly psychological she was because I could see a nature being scared of this challenge because he doesn't have a lot of personality. It's a comedy challenge. And the stress, um, probably exhaustion from the show, a lot of factors gave her a migraine. What, Lori, you are a noted neurological expert. What do you think here? I am. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have migraines. And I will say that it's, you know... I going forward a little bit, I love how uh, Michelle Visage was like, I'm just speaking from experience, ocular migraines are not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, don't worry like, about Fuck it. you. Yeah. I always love old people who are like, don't, just don't, don't think about it. It'll be fine. And it's like, okay, yeah. you know what? My ankle's broken. Like, calm it down, you know? <clears throat> and so, yeah, I thought, I, I thought she was, she was trying her best, but I mean, she even said, which I thought, was kind of funny was she said, I don't think I'm very useful to Sasha. And I thought, well, I think this is as useful as you would have been anyways. Like, mm. I don't feel like she brought, there was anything that she could have brought differently. Um, and, you know, to be honest, she tried her best in the show. Like, you didn't see her, like, you know, uh, like going to the side of the stage and going like, oh, my eye or, you know, something where it made it seem like she had a migraine. So she really tried. So I, I do believe that she had a migraine. Yeah, I believe um, she had a migraine yeah. as well. I don't think I would have been able to participate, to be I honest. I think she you. just knocked her head while voguing. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, for the Maxi Challenge rehearsal, Ali Wong and Michelle Visage give notes. Ali encourages Marsha to add punchlines. Lucy and Lux's mutual shade earns, laugh, uh, earns laughs. Selena needs to trim down her story, and Anitra's headache jokes fall flat. Lori, let's start with you with this rehearsal, this workshop, this comedy workshop. What are your thoughts here? Well, I thought Michelle Visage talked way too much for having yeah. Ali Wong there. I mean, you know, it's like, it was almost like Michelle Visage was like, yeah, I also know what it's like to be a stand-up. And I want to be like, bitch, you were barely a singer. You know, like you, <laughs> like, you know, calm it down. Um, I felt like uh, Ali Wong did really well. I thought she, 
she, you know, gave the queens a lot of confidence and I thought she gave them a lot of great suggestions. Some of them took it and some didn't. Um, I wish that they would have told Lux a little bit more about why they couldn't hear her because it wasn't necessarily that she wasn't talking loud enough is that she kept turning her head like, you know, and facing Lucy when she would say the punchline. And it's like, you always want to say your punchlines out to the audience. Nathan, you want to weigh in here? Yeah. Okay. So this Lucy, (laughs) when Mm -hmm. she said she demonstrated that she had rhythm by winning that Lala Perusa song against Spice, it's like, girl, like (laughs) there was not an ounce of rhythm on that stage. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, well, I did win the Lala Perusa. I'm like, oh. That's I mean, actually a really good Lucy impression. <laughs> it's really good. Um, and yeah, I agree with you, Laurie. Like, Ali Wong had so many better thoughts than Michelle. Yeah. When she was saying, like, to Anitra, yeah. she was like, that's an inside joke. We won't understand that. And the joke was yeah. just about someone having a big ego. And I'm like, that's not yeah. that inside. By the way, Michelle going, thank you, Dr. Sismore, which oh, like <laughs> anyone outside of the New York tri-state area has no idea what the fuck she's talking about. Miss Inside Joke, Michelle Visage. So, um, the other thing that I thought was when Anitra came out and Ali Wong was like, oh, it's good to see there's an Asian queen. And she goes, oh, there was another one, but she's gone. I sat there and I tried to think who it was and I couldn't think. Oh, or and I had to go. I forgot all about Aura Mayari's existence. I had to go to Google and look at like the cast photo. And I was like, oh, that's not good for Aura Mayari that no one. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Joe's kissing his biceps. <laughs> um, okay. First of all, I want to say that uh, there's a talking head. I don't know who it is, but when they're, you know, when, you know, when they come from the commercial, they tell you what's happening, you know? So they'll be like, we're in the workshop getting ready for our nude photo shoot or something. Right. So they come back and they go, we're here with comedy coaches, Michelle Visage and Ali Wong. I'm like, when is Michelle Visage yeah. a fucking comedy coach? No. Then put it this way: someone comes in and she something like, and she goes, and Michelle does the classic, but looks aren't everything. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh god, even my dad thinks it's a dad joke. Well, that's what I love is they said Sasha goes, I'm just going to do a bunch of canned jokes, you know, about this, this, and this, and and Michelle Visage goes, great, got it, move on. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 like we need those, like. She didn't even tell the jokes. Like, yeah. you should do those jokes. Like, Michelle was like, "Got no notes. Move on to the." Well, she you know. just did. She just did. Yeah. The looks aren't everything. Classic yeah. jokes. Stick with that. You guys are on the right track. Yeah, and I, I just I could see Ali Wong going like, "What? What? Like that? Yeah. You know?" So yeah, it was crazy. Then she asked Lucy if she ever done a stand. She was, "I've done a lot of stand up, right?" And I'm like, uh, "Okay, bitch." Right, Calm yeah, in Connecticut. Lucy, if you said like, uh, we need a safe cracker, Lucy would be like, I crack safes. I'm, you know, I've, I've broken into a lot of safes. I've done so, I've done so many crack safes. Yeah, I was, or, you know, they, that movie with Sean Connery and um, who's the Michael Douglas's wife, Catherine Taylor Jones? That was based on me. Okay, both characters. <laughs> yeah, both characters. <laughs> I did that. I don't even think they're safe crackers, by the way, but I, they still based it on me. Uh, Laura, you had stuff to say. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh. That I felt like from this, just this coaching thing, you could see that two of the groups, which I felt like were Selena at, at this time, two of the groups, Selena and uh, Mistress and Anitra and Sasha, didn't really understand what coll- like two stand-ups need to do, right? So mm-hmm. it felt to me like, like say what you want about Lucy and Lux, like, I, you know. I think okay. they were like the. L- Nathan, <laughs> say whatever you want for about Lucy and Lux. What do you, she said, say whatever you want. Go ahead. Well, Lucy is a safe cracker. 
Oh, there ah! it is. With the, oh. <laughs> there Nathan, we go. Nathan, that's a funnier joke than anything that was said. Okay, Lucy, I, I'm uh, sorry, Lori, I interrupt you. Lori Laduca. No. Yeah, Nathan, why don't you let me talk? Um, so yeah, shit, I, Nathan, fuck. He comes back after a couple episodes, he's just like chattering it up. Uh, so I I think that, that Lu- Lucy and Lux were collaborative. You know, they worked, they, they were, you basically you want in a, in a two person standup, you want to both sort of carry the joke to the finish line. Right. So one of you is going to be on the gas. One of you is going to be on the break. You're going to be kind of like moving, you know, but you're moving in unison. You're not, you're not like stopping and starting just like some of them were doing. And I think both Anitra and uh, both the other two groups were just sort of like, I'll do my jokes. You do your jokes. And then we'll just sort of both be on stage. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Uh, all right. Let's go on Elimination Day. And the girls get ready for the runway. Lux psychs out Marsha, Mistress, and Selena bond over thick and Latina origin stories. And Mistress shares the pain of the split from her mother. Nathan, let's start with you. Anything interesting for you on this Elimination Day? I thought it was really funny having Lux give Marsha a reverse pep talk. Like, I don't know if she knew that she would be psyching Marsha out in that moment, but it was, it was funny. That was my question. Did you guys think she was psyching around Lori? What do you think there? Well, to be honest, I felt like a lot about like when we used to do stand up and I would go like, I'm trying out a new joke. And you'd be like, well, don't be worried <laughs> if it's going to bomb, because if it bombs then the audience won't like you. Yeah. And then they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they won't, they won't want to listen to any more of your jokes. Yeah. And I'm like, great. Thanks. You're, you're a great pep, pep talker. I appreciate it. I remember so, that. Yeah. Uh, I told before we started the show, I told Lori, oh, listen. We know you go on and on and on. People turn off the podcast because you don't stop talking and you're really obnoxious. Don't sweat it, though. They'll come back. They'll just wait. Yeah. They'll just skip forward until you stop talking. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. No worries. Nathan. And so, Nathan, you've given your thoughts. Do I have any thoughts here? I have a subtle shade moment. I don't know if you guys. And, and this is just my. I don't mean it didn't. It wasn't as shady as I thought, but. I thought it was funny when Selena was talking to Mistress and she's like, did you ever feel like as growing up as like a big girl that you had to be funny or you had to, yeah. you know, do whatever? And then Mistress goes, yeah. no, but I I actually grew up in a Latino home. And Selena's <laughs> like, yeah, me too. I grew up in a Lat- <laughs> Latino home. <laughs> that was me. Now, let me ask you this question. Because I listen, you know, you hear the story the first time and you're going with it beat by beat when you watch it once. And you're like, oh, my God. Mistress's mom, what a total bitch. And I'm not saying Mistress's mom isn't a total bitch. And I'm also not saying that there are other things that led to this. But when I watched it a second time, knowing what was coming, I was like, Mistress broke her ankle. She's in full drag, okay, and goes to the hospital. And she asks her mom to bring her some things. The mom brings it. And the mom goes, what are you wearing? And she's like, I'm never talking to that bitch again. <laughs> right? And I'm all like, yeah. I mean, I could see being pissed at her, but like that seemed kind of harsh. <laughs> yeah, she hadn't spoken to her. Lori's mom told her worse shit this morning. <laughs> yeah, my mom texts me every day. Yeah, that that I need to get my shit together. No, my uh, uh, I I also thought it was funny that it, not to fat shame because I am a fat person, but I thought it was funny that you know, uh, Selena said, ha, ha, "What you know? Have you ever had any struggles being an overweight girl?" And Sel- Mistress was like, "No. One time I broke my ankle, and it was like, yeah, because you're you're fat. Like yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's a struggle." It- it does make sense yeah. why she wears those little kitten heels now. Like when she came in, she's like, I'm not going to be that girl that breaks her ankle. And she 
apparently already has broken her ankle, so that's a twist. Yeah, and she, but she even yes. said, like, oh, my ankles are like titanium now. I can do whatever. I'm like, no, you're wearing, like, no. negative heel. Yeah, you could do, you, you could do whatever because you're, you're so mm-hmm. low to the ground now. Yeah, her, her feet go up like this now. Like, they're, like, like <laughs> perpendicular to the floor. She's walking on her actual heel. So, anyway. All right, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we call it a day there? We'll be back right after this. Free Willy! Oh. <laughs> that works. Yes. <laughs> you rang. Oh, sorry. are back and now i split this very wisely between this now we're going to the actual comedy festival and we're going to be here a while i think uh here we go the first one up is marsha 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 uh well i'll stop every few seconds and we'll all talk i'll just really i'm posting it because it makes more sense because the audience. oh my gosh look at these faces my name is Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I'm sort of a newer drag queen, so being here has felt a lot like puberty to me. You know, my, my body is changing. I'm, re- I'm like discovering a lot of insecurities that I didn't know that I had, but guess what? I'm finally a B cup. <laughs> um. All right, let's stop right there. Just, Lori, do you have any big thoughts so far? I mean, this, this whole set, every, I'm, everyone know, I, I'm gonna give you my opinion right now. They're all awful, Lori. So this one, I felt bad for Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You could tell she's very nervous. Um, I also, it, I feel like this, her set more than anybody's needed to be set up punchline, set up punchline. She needed to, you know, like she waited so long. You don't want to do a run. You don't want to do a run of tags for your first joke. Like I honestly felt like when she was talking to herself, she had a funnier punchline where she said, it's a lot like puberty because I'm very uncomfortable. Um, you know, like I, I felt like that would have been a better punchline than, than this. It's just, she waited way too long. I also overall, and I don't know if you're going to play more clips of her stand up. Yeah. Um, oh, you are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I'll, so I'll get why to don't it. we do, we'll just talk every once in a while, talk about a joke or something. We'll, we'll talk about the yeah. whole set afterwards. Nathan, do you have any okay. thoughts so far? Yeah, I just don't know if she's a victim of the 60-minute, like, episodes because I don't know this storyline of her mm-hmm. getting bigger boobs. Like, I know the makeup part of it, but the whole changing her body, I, I didn't know that was no, part of yeah. her storyline. You're right. Maybe. That's a good point. I, n- I never thought about that either. All right, here we go. <laughs> but, yes, another journey that I've really been going on since I've been here is with my makeup. When I got here, we'll say uh, I wasn't necessarily doing drag, per se. Uh, I was more enhancing my natural beauty. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody at home kept telling me how pretty I was, which begs the question, where were you when you realized your entire hometown was lying to you? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not really a joke. It's just you're yeah. just saying something. Yeah. So I will... I will say this. I have a pet peeve about this, and this is just personally my own thing, but I always feel like in stand-up, you never want to ask a question because yeah. you will get an answer. <laughs> like, so if you say, like, where were you, you don't want somebody in the audience to be like, I've never done that queer, you know? Like, it's like, you know, because then you have to, like, respond to that person, you know? I don't know why. I don't know why they would bring a homophobic person to the RuPaul's Drag Race studio, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. I mean, they've done it before. Yeah. It was Lori who said that. 
No, but I knew a comic. He was a black guy. And his whole thing was that he was a black guy that sounded like a white guy. Right? And he did this question thing, Laurie. And you open yourself up to a heckler to say something funnier than you. Because he went out on stage and said... Because the bit was originally something not even funny. But it was like, you know what the worst thing about being black is? And then the punchline was... Sounding like a white guy or something like that, right? So he goes, you know what the worst thing about being black is? And somebody shouted out, sickle cell anemia. And then like, how, <laughs> you how do you, that. you can't say your, your joke? Yeah, yeah. now you can't say, because you've opened yourself up to that. Yeah. So, I mean, that to me, that's personally, I think, but I mean, that's like the lowest part of it. I mean, question, there, there are stand-up comedians who ask questions and then they say a funny punchline. So I'm not trying to say that that's like a hard and fast rule. Um, I felt like she also, her, her setups were way too long. I mean, she mentioned like twice, two or three times that she was, she thought she was pretty. Well, let's go through the the whole set. Let's go through the whole set. I was on television. (laughs) Okay. And (laughs) yeah, yeah. A round of applause for the judges. Oh, okay. This is where she starts doing crowd work, which is bad for TV, first of all, but then that's a rough thing to go to. People of icons. You may notice that uh, Ross and Carson are not up there tonight. Unfortunately, they could not be here. They are filming Die Hard 20 down the street. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. I and Maybe Lori agrees. Ali Wong gave her a great joke for this, that she should yes. have just used that joke. This, to me, was her death knell. This was the nail in the coffin for her. Because, to be honest with you, I think that... I think if she had used Ali Wong's joke, she would have been safe. Yeah. And I will, and this has happened before, and I will never understand a queen on the show who's given a joke that works by a comedian who, and then turns around and does not use it. That just does not make sense to me. It would be like if I was in a drag competition and a drag queen said, you should, you should wear this kind of makeup. And I said, no, thank you. I'm just going to continue with what I'm doing. I think I got it. You just gave me an idea. Lori, we should host this comedy show. Like, we're the hosts of this comedy show. Does that make sense? Like, we'll do our, um, like, you know, we'll, we'll bring on the next, like, for instance, the next comics are Anitra and, no, 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 it's Lux and Lucy. Lux know? and Lucy, yeah. And we'll do, we'll do our, our bit. You know, okay. we'll do our bits between. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Um. So, yeah, so I think this is the reason why she was in the bottom, was this joke. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and also... What I I I I think she was nervous, but the next thing she says, I don't know if you're gonna play it, is I'm um, playing the whole set, yeah. Lori. So I'm like, okay, what is she? Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's just get, let's just get through the set. Not okay. exactly what I meant when I wanted more diversity in Hollywood, but you take what you can get. Um, I don't even know what that joke means. Um, but on the also, judges' panel, not exactly what I meant when I wanted more diversity in Hollywood. Are you the one who's doing that? Were you <laughs> the one who made that in Hollywood? You didn't <laughs> yeah, realize you... they elected Marsha the president of Hollywood. All so right. what she's saying is she's like, I made that decision and they yeah. did not follow my orders. <laughs> I, I told someone and they didn't listen. Yeah. 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 We have Ursula the Sea Witch, everybody. Woo! That sounds like a good joke. I would have made at Barney's Beanery in 2008. I'm telling you right now. I feel like you have called me <laughs> Ursula the Sea Witch. <laughs> well Beaner. you took my voice for like a year <laughs> I, I, had I don't to know do why a... Aiden dated me hey I gotta be honest with you in 2006 I was running out of material I was doing stand up shows left and right people were oh, loving busy. me and I had to just pretend to be a gay fat Mexican man <laughs> <laughs> alright give it up for T.S. Madison your critiques have got some of these girls really nervous 
By the way, this is not a joke coming up either. <laughs> and when I say these girls, I do mean myself. I am very nervous around you. <laughs> Uh, and with that, I think that's my time. Uh, y'all have been an incredible audience, so welcoming, and it is part of my job as the show opener to introduce our next pair of girls. These two are some of my closest friends in the competition, so I can tell you from a really sincere place that they're both rotted garbage people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Star London and Lucy Laduca. Thank you all so much. All right. Oh, Lori, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Even though that set was so yeah. bad, now she's just Marsha, Marsha. It took away one of her Marshas. <laughs> yeah. Jan is now the favorite. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Jan, yeah. <laughs> People didn't see this. RuPaul threw a football at her face. Yes. <laughs> while she was doing her set. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Uh, now, we, well, now we have coming up, we have Lux and Lucy. Yeah, diversity hires by Marsha, 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 as we learned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah, one of them's black and the other one's Lux. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm just taking their jokes that they plug in. <laughs> That's you know? so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucy says she's done stand-up before, but I don't believe her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can think of a joke. <laughs> well, yeah, well, she's done stand-up before, but pretty uh, hopefully soon she's also going to do some... Sashane away? Yes. All I don't right. Know. Well, as we sh- as Lori wrote showing. these jokes for me, everyone should I did. know that. I wrote yeah. all the jokes. I wrote all the jokes. All right. Well, now we have uh, Lux and Lucy. Here we go. Lux and Lucy. Oh, hello. Now, first of all, give it up for Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yes. Oh, my God. Wasn't that such a funny joke? Her comedy wasn't half bad either. Am I right? (laughs) You know, Lucy. See, I think that they saw these sets in a rehearsal and they're like, okay, we're going to do fake laughs. Because that is not a funny joke. That joke is so old. It's not even funny. Well, they got to give them something. Yeah. Ever told you this? But you have really nice teeth. Okay. We're going to this bit here. So bad. I don't. So, bad. Uh, so the logic of this joke, we'll, we'll go through it, but the logic of this bit doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> How do you keep them so white? I whiten them. Oh my God. I didn't think you could get any whiter. Oh, wow. Okay. Here's how this is. Which is weird because the character. Okay. This is where it doesn't make any sense because Lux says, I didn't think they could be any whiter. But the character that Lucy's playing, that would have gone over her head. Yeah. That would she because she just she, her the way that she goes into it her teeth are so white they're stereotypical white people yeah now her teeth have a, have a, a morphed into actual having human traits yeah so <laughs> yes. yeah yes all right here we go what you do you take the white strips okay mm-hmm. now those pesky directions will tell you thirty minutes forget it put them on babe you go to bed. <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah. Eight hours later, you're going to wake up and your teeth are going to be white. They'll be on your pillow, but they will be white. I think the funniest part of this whole thing, the whole comedy festival, was the look of the woman when Lucy says, you go to bed with the teeth white. And she looked like, oh, God, no, no. (laughs) How white do they get? Now we're going to go into something so white jokes, which is. Yeah. I mean, I get, we'll see how they are. Girl, they get so white, they put mayonnaise on everything. <laughs> oh, honey. So, the logic of that joke, if we're going to follow that joke, is that her teeth have now fallen out of her mouth. 
Yes. <laughs> and have morphed into human beings. Yes. <laughs> who are stereotypical white people who put mm-hmm. mayonnaise on everything. Yeah. So it to to that point, what are how did she get the teeth that she has now? Are those are those also the teeth that she, that fell out of her mouth? Does she have them sewn back in or uh, something? I don't know how teeth work. Well, also it's one of these things where like. How would teeth? I mean, I, I'll go with absurd, but they haven't set up an absurd universe. So how are teeth no. putting mayonnaise on everything? And why would teeth want to put mayonnaise on everything? They're not taste buds. Yeah, I bet <laughs> they teeth. get so white. They say, "Can I speak to the manager, please?" <laughs> also, to be honest with you, these white people jokes are kind of, and I pardon the pun here, like toothless. There's just like so, like oh well, <laughs> all right. Girl, they get so yeah. white, they find my comedy funny. <laughs> I know that's white. <laughs> now, I will say oh. this. Yeah? I will say this. Mm-hmm. I felt like out of, and I think this is why they won, I felt like out of everyone, their delivery was the best. They okay. had, even, even though they were, even though the, their jokes were very, like, canned and they and they weren't, you know, the, they knew when to pause for laughter. They didn't run over any jokes punchlines really you know they i felt like they had the best delivery okay so. nathan's here hi oh. hey nathan, did, oh i'm sorry did you're still here oh, did your internet cut out or something or have you been somewhere no i've, I've been here sorry sorry oh, nathan. Did, did you have what any you... thoughts on these comedy bits yeah nathan what are your thoughts i didn't like it that's true yeah all right yeah we don't mean you're like me with the looks <laughs> to embarrass you in front of all of your fan, but see, I'm, I'm done with the singular fan joke or something like that. Even though I made one literally off the air, <laughs> they did it huh? already. They yeah. did it already. They did rem- joke. They said, "Isn't that a good a oh, funny that's joke?" Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard a nasty rumor that you might have a sugar daddy. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I this. I feel like in the 60-minute version, this would not have made it. It is such a weak... Why is that? I don't understand this setup. Why is that a nasty... Who cares if she has a sugar daddy? And as we'll find out... Do you get where this joke is going? Yes. Where is it going? I'm just saying the logic of the joke doesn't make sense. Sugar daddy! <gasps> Actually, I do. Oh, my God! And, and you know what? If, if they left it here, I'd be okay. But then they go back to it. Here he has a friend! Wink, wink! Oh! Sweetheart, listen, if I wanted a sugar daddy, I could probably get his number from you, right? Oh, yeah, girl, no. Of course, of course, of course. All right, listen, we got to get out of here, okay? I am late for my lobotomy. <laughs> Our next duo... How is that funny, by the way? ...consists of a legend, I think an it's just icon, good delivery. a star, yeah. a former Miss Continental, and a trailblazer. Okay, here's the thing, too, is they're clearly describing Sasha... But I think they want you to think that they're describing both, but Anitra's none of those things. I mean, not even being shady towards Anitra. She didn't win Miss Continental. She's not a legend. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And they also didn't parse it out. You know, yeah. they didn't say like one of them is a is a Miss Continental. One of them's a star. One of them yes. is a, you know. They oh, just yes. said one of them is all these things. Yes. You know. Our community. <laughs> and the other one is Anitra. <laughs> all right. All right, Lori. Well, that was <laughs> that was. Uh, oh boy! Yeah, that was. Uh, what's their names? You know, uh, Lucy and Lux. Lucy and Lux. What? What did you? That was that was a, that was a good job, late bully. Having a, a totally like. Um, uh, Which one's the white wait. one? The phone is ringing. Oh, that's weird. Answer it. Weird. That's weird. Hold on. Oh wait, my caller ID just came up. 
It's Joan Rivers from oh, Heaven. Joan. What? Yeah, she was here last week. Yeah, hold on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hi, Joan. Hi, how are you? Hi, Joe. Hi, Laurie. Hi, Nathan. It's Hi. great to be back here. Okay. We don't have a lot of time, so can yeah, we talk yeah. about Lucy LaDuca? Yeah. Oh, my God. What a stupid white bitch. <laughs> Lucy is so white, she thinks Lux has a relative named Aunt Tifa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's so white, she saw 12 years a slave and thought it was too short. Lucy... <laughs> 12 years a slave and wait, thought wait, it was wait. too short. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. I gotta write these down. I gotta write these down. <laughs> oh, Lori. Okay, Hold on, let me get a piece Let me get a piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, what else about Lucy? Lucy is so white, her uh -huh. favorite color is Marjorie Taylor Green. Finally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. But Joan always told corny jokes like that, you know? But see, but see, her delivery is great, you know? Yeah. It's set up, it's no, there's no extra words, no. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Lucy LaDuca is so white that if she doesn't win the crown, she's going to storm RuPaul's house. What? Okay, I gotta go. Robert Blake oh, just got okay. here, saw Lisa Marie Presley and shot her. What? It's wild up what? here. One more thing. Oh, what? Lucy is so white. At restaurants, she washes her shirt with the table water and then pours it back in the bottle. <laughs> what? That doesn't even mean... <laughs> Not all white people do that. <laughs> Joan yeah. Rivers follows me? Joan I Rivers guess. follows me from heaven? I guess wow. she's watching over you. Maybe she's your guardian angel. <laughs> well, that would explain why a lot of my stuff is semi-horrible. So. Yeah. <laughs> true. Okay. All right. Well, okay. So now... Man, Lori, I didn't know we were going to talk about a big star like uh, Joan Rivers. No, no. It makes uh, you. It makes you think. Mm -hmm, makes it. you think. All right. Next up, we have Sasha and Anitra. Okay, we have Sasha and yeah. Sasha and Anitra. Let's. Uh, one knows how to duck walk, and the other one has lips like a duck. <laughs> Sasha and Anitra. <laughs> That's a better joke. Immediately, yeah. Yeah. We are the two stoned queens, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're living the California dream. We're I think once you do a stoned, any kind of character, like I'm a stoned character, I'm a this character, I'm a that character, you're at a disadvantage. You can be. But if you have a good, look, I I, I think the, the problem is, and I think Nathan, you'll agree with me, because, um, I mean, he just has been talking nonstop. Yeah. But uh, I, in, 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 in joke writing, Somebody agreeing with you, that is not a joke. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, I'm a, I'm a stoned queen. Are, are any so stoned queens out there? And, and someone goes, that's funny. I'm also a stoned queen. That's not a joke. That's someone agreeing with you. I agree. You have to still add yeah. jokes to it. <laughs> thank thank you all. All right, guys. I'm done. Bye. I do think it's weird that they would try this after Jax failed. Oh, yeah. yeah but he wasn't even. That's yeah, funny. I forgot about that. Oh, my. That's what that's what we bring Nathan on here for is for the facts. Yeah. Right. What I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah. feeling like Demi Lovato up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. My name Which is I feel that reference is like Gen Z gets it, but anybody outside of Gen Z is not gonna really get it's it. It's an inside right? joke. Well, it's California sober. Yeah. Yeah. It's an inside joke. Yeah. Sin City, Las Vegas. <laughs> So that means that I have a venereal disease and I can show you a great time. She needed to flip it. Yeah. If To be honest with you, she should have flipped it. She yes. should have said, I can show you a great time and I have a venereal You're disease. You're right, 100%. Some canned bits. <laughs> you know, sex 
This is a misdemeanor. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The more you miss, the meaner you get. Oh. <laughs> you know what they'll say, say? They say sex is a lot like playing bridge. What do you mean? Well, if you don't have a... Are they doing Alaska doing Mae West? Yes. Oh, they are. Okay. So they also are not... So Sasha's delivery is, is of course, better. But they're also not on the same page. Like, they, they didn't do that. They went, ow, ow. They did that late. They should have done that right after the joke, and they waited. Um, the Anitra's also delivery, as you'll see, is is not good. It's one of those things where, look, canned bits can work if you have great delivery. You know, if you're going to, it's like anything. If you do like a, you know, when they have the fashion challenge, if you're going to do a simple dress, you have to knock it out of the park, right? You can't, you can't just, you know, tack on some stuff. You have to, it has to be perfect and that's what can bits are they're just a very it's a very simple easy thing to do which a lot of a lot of drag queens think is oh well i can just you know throw them out there no you have to have perfect delivery when you do can bits well the other thing too is alaska's may west was so brilliant is because she said things in a may west voice and a may west delivery and a may west style but then she took it to this very very dirty place that may west would have never taken it Mae West was actually very dirty, but she was more subtle about it. Innuendo. Yeah, innuendo. And so the thing is, she might have said this joke, and therefore the joke fails. Like, then you're just doing a Mae West impression. It might even be a Mae West joke. (laughs) You know, like, like you're just doing Mae West. You're not doing Alaska as Mae West. Like, you're not, it's weird. But like, yeah, Mae West would have actually said that joke. You know, Ali Wong did a version of it, actually, strangely, when they were on the runway. And she said, you know, the saying is one in the, uh, pink, two in the stink, right? Or yeah. the two in the pink and one in the stink, whatever, whatever it is, right? Two in the pink, one in the stink. Two Depends in the pink, one in the stink, and she said two in the pink and one in their fuck in their asshole or something like that. You know, she butt took hole. it. And she, or her, oh, I think yeah. she said asshole or her, in her butthole. She took it and made it dirty. You know, even though it's the same yeah. thing, she just she said the opposite. She flipped it. You were expecting one thing, and she said the other thing. All right, good partner. You better have a good hand. You yeah. know what I love more than canned bits is, you know what I love? Yeah, I think I know. I think you know. I think it you know, is. Yeah, I think I you love it too. We love some Laganja. Yes, oh, yes, yes, mama, mama, mama let's down. get Pulse sickening. Queen. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, so now what? Stone Queens, we just get such a yeah. bad rap, yeah. you know? It's like we're lazy. We're forgettable. Yeah. Oh, this joke. So we are get this, the, She flubbed well, it. By the way, so it's forgetful. Yeah. yeah. She messed it up. She said, yeah. So it's like, yeah. She, her, her delivery was not great. Yeah. The munchies. Yeah. We're forgetful. Wait. Um, we're... You did that. Oh, oh, oh right, right, right. <clears throat> and also, if you lay out the joke, you know, like, oh, you already said that. You're like, no, it's not good. Anyway, okay, wait, what were, yeah. 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 You have to have something else on top of that. Like they just weren't doing, you know, and also they like, this is the first time I, f- I felt throughout the, all of this, that Sasha, one of the things that kind of makes her rise above is she really knows how to let a moment land. Right. She's really good at that. This is the first time where I saw her not being able to let a moment land. Like she was running over stuff. She was stopping at weird moments. And I just felt like maybe she was thrown off because of Anitra. But it just, yeah, the delivery was just not good. All right. Very good. Well, 
God, this bit is lasting longer than Evie Oddly's dick. Oh, yeah. I went there. It's like a bell. Can't un- is that really that a, a very crazy place to go? But I will say this. This is where we see that she comes a lot. She's, do, she's able to be a solo. Yeah. You know, she kind of does her own solo thing. And then we see yeah. that, okay, Sasha is, is, you know, so she kind of just sort of dumps Anitra and just goes on a whole. This is the last like two, 30 seconds are just all Sasha's stand up. Bring it, all right? Let's just go for it. All right. Um, what we really want to talk about is Michelle's huge balls. That's what you really want to talk about? This whole time? That's yeah. the whole time? That's what you've been really The reason to talk we're about. here. Yeah. The reason we're here to talk about <laughs> Michelle Visage's balls are so big, she lovingly refers to them as Latrice and Eureka. <laughs> but unlike Latrice and Eureka, Michelle's balls have lasted an entire season of Drag Race. Okay. I want to stop right here. As we know, yeah. I'm all for truth in jokes. Okay, Latrice, whatever. Eureka has been on three seasons. And made it through two entire seasons. Yeah, and only I thought the, the same thing. Of an injury. Yeah, and I was like, "That's not true. That's yeah. not true." And Stop like in it. All Stars, I think Eureka got eliminated, but she came back the next episode, so she was there the whole fucking time, idiots. Yeah, the whole time she was there. That annoyed yeah. me. Our time for you is over. Welcome to the stage, our next two divas, Selena as Kitties and STDs, Mistress Isabel Brooks. Thank- Okay, I'll be honest with you. With this one, I mean, I guess I'll give him a fair shake. I found this one dreadful. I thought it was horrible. And it's so cringy, but we'll go through it. Uh, can I just say, weirdly, I thought Selena was the best out of all of them. Oh, really? Selena, Selena's, I disagreed with Ali Wong. I felt like Selena's was the most improved from what we saw. I mean, and it, it could have just been an edit, but I felt like you know from where where they had her in the in the when they were working it out to then i thought she did a i thought she did a great job <laughs> thank you sasha nitro who knew getting high can bring such a new low girl <laughs> <laughs> these people are so beautiful look at all the sexy men in the audience Ooh, you're right root does look good tonight doesn't he <laughs> okay that joke's not horrible i mean it's tired but it's not awful yeah. I mean, it's a, a mistress you know. as a juicy, thick Latina. It's hard to get a man sometimes. They can handle all this. One time I was at a Christmas party and I was dressed as a pregnant Mrs. Claus. As a who? Yeah. I had this prosthetic belly. It was out to like here. <laughs> and she referenced Mr. Isabel Brooks. So I want to just throw this out there. And this is honestly, I felt like they, the, um, even though I thought Anitra was bad, I felt like as a team, Selena and Mistress were the bottom. They should have been in the bottom. Um, they both say men can't handle us. And then both of them go on to tell stories of them not being able to handle a six oh, foot five hairy man. That is so true. <laughs> and there was this five piece of trade across the way. He was hairy and veiny and he was like six foot five. He came over to me, right? He said, so... I want to feel that baby from the inside. <laughs> Girls, so I say hit my address right. I run home. I throw my shoes off. I take my hip pads off right. You keep the belly on, bitch. Duh. You can't get pregnant twice. What does that mean? She had a. She I mean she's. 
I thought it was funny. <laughs> so I text Trade. I said, meet me in the communal laundry room downstairs, okay? I put on my... Why would you tell someone to meet you in the communal laundry room? Yeah, wouldn't you be afraid somebody would come in and see you guys fucking? Yeah, why would you come to my apartment or I'll go to your apartment? Why Let's go to a place where everyone can go and not the private place. Well, didn't they say in the... Shouldn't she mention in the in the actual thing that her, her she was still living with like her ex-boyfriend at the time? So I felt like that in the oh, workroom okay. and they were, yeah. So I felt like that made sense. But yeah, it made, and also how would you find, I mean, if somebody, if I told somebody meet me in the co- communal uh, laundry room, I mean, mm-hmm. I would know where, they wouldn't know where to go find it. They would have to yeah. ask somebody. They're just walking well, randomly Do they around. live in the same building? Yeah. I don't know. Chanclas, I run over, I open the door. <gasps> Trade is bent over the dryer on its final spin cycle. No, man! His figgy pudding just shaking in midair. <laughs> Remember, he was. I'm trying to understand the sexual thing there. So he is his on butt. the dryer on the his, but his figgy pudding <laughs> in midair, which means the butt isn't on the dryer. He's literally yeah. like butt up, yeah, on the dryer. So what is he getting out of it? So the whole thing is he's the Maybe bottom he's... two. Yeah, that's yeah. the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's naked, and so his dick is on the washing machine, the dryer while it's vibrating. Six foot five, girl. I'm like trying to get in. Reach, reach, girl, reach. I reach. So I whisper in his ear, right? That's funny. I'll be right back, bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I run upstairs. I grab my highest pair of platform stiletto heels, put them on. Wouldn't it be easier for him to get off the dryer? <laughs> yeah. And also. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. why did you have to go put on heels to fuck him? Yeah. And also, again, this is a communal laundry room, yeah. and they are acting like they have all the time in the world to, yeah. to do have sex. I kick open the door. <gasps> He's vanished. It was just me, my unborn child, and a hot, steamy load of laundry. <laughs> Girl, that's why I don't even entertain trade and dry. I was craving a little Mexican, so I hopped on the hookup apps to go shopping. You know, the yellow Facebook. And I found this. Which is a joke they probably say online. I mean, that's not a hard joke. Inside joke. Poppy girl. He was hairy, veiny, and six foot five. He's, and at this okay. point, they don't stop and realize they've described the same person. That's what I'm saying. They, the, so they, they have both described the same person. You would think that they would say like, hey... Oh my God! Is it the same guy? Or yeah. that's crazy? No, nothing. Also, I thought it would have been a way funnier story if if Mistress had been like, "I was trying to do laundry in my apartment." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. These two two weirdos were fucking trying to <laughs> fuck no, each or other. She's the weirdo because remember she said that he vanished, and she's all there was this fine poppy who was on the dryer with his ass in the air, so he came back <laughs> to my place. And blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. I would have loved yeah. that. That was perfect. Girl, he was. So I start doing my normal routine before trade comes over. I dim the lights. I put on some seductive music. I like something sexy and sensual. I just knew Poppy was going to make me go. <laughs> Wait, hold on for so, a second. There's a missed joke here, but go ahead, Lori. So this is the moment where I realized they never went over Mistress's joke in the workroom. They only did Selena's. But even still, you would have thought that they would have li- her, she would have listened to Selena and said, oh, I should probably cut down my stuff. Well, but, she even said, yeah. oh, Selena's going down for this reason. She didn't even let her go down yeah. with the butt. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to let her bring her yeah. down on the ship. And then she does the same thing. Yeah. But the other thing, too, is she goes, she sets up a joke and then doesn't deliver on those. She goes, I did my normal 
uh, routine before trade comes over. So now she's setting up a rule of three. And she goes, you know, I did this, did this, and did this. But she, on the third, she's just like, I put a pot of tea here. She's like, I, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, it should have been like, you know, yeah. I take a shower. I uh, clean up my house. And then I scrub all the cheese from the folds of my fat. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like some or, sort of like fat or I take like a... Or I take X-Lax or something to clean out my butthole yes. or something. Yeah, some you sort know. of joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, you know, all both of us, very funny jokes, Joe. I think we yeah. should all applaud oh, ourselves. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though Nathan didn't laugh, I think he was laughing on the yeah. inside as to what we were saying. Yeah. Oh, I was ready to give me a piece. <laughs> I heard a knock at my door, so I run. And as soon as I open... She didn't run. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, okay. I want you guys... Okay. I think the problem with this, these, uh, that Selena had in the workroom that she changed and that Mistress has now is that a lot of people think that storytelling jokes are a story that ends in one big punchline. And that mm-hmm. is not the case. Mm-hmm. Storytelling jokes are mini jokes that are formatted in a story format. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have to be telling jokes. She's not telling a single joke no. yet. She has just shared but there's a, a story. lot of opportunities for jokes. There's, a lot of opportunities for it, but she's all she's doing is just saying honest things. I put out tea. I really mm-hmm. wanted him to fuck me. You know, like I all this stuff. And it's just I ran over to the, you know, it's just like none of this is funny. This is all yeah. just a story. She like, like she could have said, like, I heard a knock on the door and I went there faster, like faster than it was, or I went there like I was Uber Eats with my McDonald's yeah. order or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I, I ran over there and my stomach opened the door before I even got there. Or something, <laughs> you know, like yeah. something like something funny, like, you know, I mean look, none of our examples were great. Yeah. But I'm just saying you have but time to workshop it. Yeah. yeah. You have time to workshop it. At least Selena tried. Mistress is just telling she's literally telling a kind of boring story yeah. about having a guy come over and fuck her. Yeah. In the door, he looked even better than his picture. So I took him to the bedroom, and baby, you know I got to work. And then all of a sudden, he goes, ah! Again, an opportunity for a joke there. I got to work. She could have yeah. done a joke there. I laid him down. I took off his clothes. And, you know, I stuck my finger up his butt or something. Or like, or like a Latino joke being a work, you know, like, you know, I'm Latina, so I got to work. I vacuumed the carpet. I uh, made the <laughs> yes. bed, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I argue with him about why he's late. What is that? Girl, I flip on the switch. Tell me why there's a big-ass rhinestone on this man's... Bingo! <laughs> Bitch, you already... Which, why did Celine... Okay, first of all, that makes no sense. Why is there a rhinestone on somebody's penis? But two... They can have a... a, a tom, what is it called? A um, Oh, God, what's the name of it? A, prince, a penis piercing. A yeah. prince Andrew. A prince, no, prince Albert. Prince Andrew. A Prince, Prince Albert. Albert, yeah. So, but but the point is that but Selena steps. I don't know, but it sounds like it was written that way. See, so Selena stepped on the joke. Like it's weird. Selena took. Well, I think this this is the moment where they realize not the before where they exp, it, they both describe the same man. I think this is the moment where they realize that they were having sex with the same man. That they he had a rhinestone piercing on his penis. Oh, oh uh, no 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 no! It's not until they taste it. Which is so gross, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That, right, yeah, which didn't make any sense. Yeah. This picture. So I took him to the bedroom, and baby, you know I got to work. And then all of a sudden he goes, ah, what is that? Girl, I flip on the switch. 
Tell me why there's a big ass rhinestone on this man's Wait. finger. Wait, oh. hold on for a second. Wait, the story makes even less sense. He goes, he said, what is that? Yep. So I think it is Selena's ring from her drag that has transferred oh. to his penis. Oh, but she said she did. She doesn't hook up with people in drag. That was her whole story. Is that she? No, she took doesn't... the padding off, and the no, heels. No, Selena, Selena took the padding off. Yeah, this is Mistress's story. Yes, so it's Selena's ring. So the hookup must. This is why he disappeared because he went to, I don't know, to go fuck Mistress. Okay, hold on. Bitch, you uh, already know. So I take that stone from his disco stick so fast. Wait, so what happened? Girl, before I could even get back to the session, he was gone. What? Wait, well, why what did she have right? to leave? He's always leaving. What? But why did she leave? She All she had to do was take the rhinestone off his penis. Why did she? Where did she go? Put in a I cup? I don't know. This story <laughs> makes no sense. Stone. Oh, girl, it's right here. <laughs> oh, what is but wait, but wouldn't, if it's Selena's rhinestone, wouldn't she recognize, oh my God, that's my rhinestone? Yeah. No, they don't recognize it until they there's something on which means that she didn't clean it. She literally put it on her ear with cum on it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then she and said then, they, <laughs> then she said, Oh, what's that goo? Takes and why would you taste <laughs> random goo why on would someone's jewelry? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why would you ever do that? And then also Who why would you that? find why would you find a rhinestone on somebody's dick and then put it in your ear? It's not even matching. It's just uncleaned. Put it uncleaned. 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 That's right. Not not Clean it. Put it in your ear hole. Uncleaned. Hold on. Hold on. (gasps) Ignacio! (laughs) Good night, you guys. Thank you so much for the lovely audience. This really annoyed me because they both... Because they, they both, they have realizations. They try and do it at the same time, but they do it at different times. They should have <laughs> both licked the, the ring at the same time. She, uh, Selena licks the ring and waits like 10, wait 15 seconds for Mistress Hold to lick the ring. Hold on for a second. Or another the rhinestone. Logic. There's another logic problem. Both of their stories end up with them not hooking up with him. So yeah. how would yes. they know what he tastes like? Must be pre-cum. Yeah, it's pre-cum. Also, again, in the beginning of the set, they say... Oh, yeah, but they wouldn't know to taste it. Yeah, well, maybe they already tasted... Maybe they tasted what was on the laundry, and then they tasted And also, if you just the... tasted it one time, a long time ago, in person life, would you remember that taste? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's laundry cum. liquid. Maybe they're like... Yeah. Well, also, begin hmm. the beginning of their, their set, they say men can't handle us in drag. Right? And we yeah. get a story of them not sleeping with either man with any man <laughs> and and them not being able to handle a man who seems to vanish in thin air in dra- and, and and mistress isn't even in drag in her story also in theory in the theory of the story like but why does that mean that they can't handle them because they're fat but that's the thing that those stories make no sense the st- i mean if story they makes have, any sense if they had a story where a man couldn't handle them in drag that would have matched the story, but it's like, why would you say that their their setup is so is is not congruent with their storytelling? Yeah, and Selena's story is totally different than Mistress M- Selena's talks about. At least she talks about hooking up in drag. Mm-hmm. Mistress wasn't even in drag. I was going to say, I feel bad for Ignacio because it's not so much that he couldn't handle her. It's like you left him ass up on a dryer machine in the laundry room. So, like, of course, he's going to yeah. leave. He's not going to hang around yeah. while you go and get a pair of heels. And then, Crazy. 
mistress ripped off a, a piercing from his penis, you know, he probably went to the emergency room. <laughs> poor dude. The, I don't know. Yeah, it, this poor man who's trying story, to get laid. Story made no sense. On the main stage, RuPaul yeah. names Lux Noir London and Lucy LaDuca the winners of the challenge and places Marsha, 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 and Anitra in the bottom two, forcing them to face off in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song, Boss Bitch by Doja Cat. In the end, Anitra is told Shantae you stay while Marsha is asked to sashay away ladies any final thoughts on the episode let's start with you laura any notes you didn't get to i don't think marcia should have uh, i don't think it was a double chante i thought marcia did a good job but she walked back to the you know when you do that walkway i think two or three times and did nothing just mm-hmm. walked up to the front and and anitra every single time she walked back there she did something she yeah. had you know Every ter- every single time she did, you know, every single time a beat dropped, every she had something to do. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, I thought it was boring, but I thought it, she at least did it, and she at least tried. Marsha, I felt like mo- for most of the dance, was walking around, mm-hmm. wasn't really doing much. So yeah, I, I didn't feel like it was a double chante. Nathan, I disagree. I thought it was amazing. I think Anitra yeah did win, but like Marsha was doing the Exorcist backbend mm-hmm. walk and stuff. Like that's just fun. I think they just wanted to get rid of her. Um, I thought it was a bit rough mm-hmm. for when she does her exit line. She says, uh, forget the nose, owl, my heart, and Rue laughs. <laughs> it's meant to be a nice sentimental yeah. moment in Rue's cackling. Um, yeah. And yeah. what's with Rue crying over, like, Lux's outfit? Like, is Lux a genius just doing all these recreations? Because that crying voice that Rue put on was yes. just so fake. I hate the fake crying voice. And also, when you look at the picture side by side, it's... Not an exact recreation. So I'm like, no, oh, it's just like an homage. I don't know why she's just like, I don't know. The show is so kooky and so weird. Like maybe because I can also see a world where RuPaul really cried because it's about her. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I also thought it was funny that Michelle was like, I like this outfit. Not because it was a throw, not because it was an homage to RuPaul, but because it was an homage to RuPaul. And I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. Uh, I also like that Michelle was like to um, Marsha. She criticizes Marsha for doing a look that Lucy, similar to what Lucy did a couple of weeks ago. And then she goes, if I were you, I would have crafted something else. And I was like, when? They bring these looks. <laughs> when would she have done this? When would she have found time, material, energy to create an entire other outfit? When would she have done this, Michelle? When? Michelle would have done it. Michelle would have worked with an ocular migraine and created a whole new outfit <laughs> in the time that in the in the time of this entire episode. Michelle Michelle is the ultimate RuPaul drag race champion. Yeah. I think someone like Chi Chi Devane can and did do it, but Marsha, I don't think she's got those chops. Uh all right. Any other big final thoughts, Lowry? No, I mean, overall, look, I thought that we were i was i was harsh i feel like joe nathan was really harsh on the girls but i was i was harsh too um but i mean they're not stand-ups you know and it it it, it's one of those things where it's a very hard thing to look as joe and i showed you it's (laughs) we're not great at it either so i think that you know i i give them credit for going out there and trying um, and to do it, to be collaborative and to, and to go off of somebody else's is, is a, another caveat to this. It's very hard. So I applaud them for trying, but it just wasn't funny and not very good. So. All right. Very good. Nathan, any final thoughts? Just that I don't want to complain about the 90 minute episodes, but I don't think we needed the extra 15. I think we like got an extra just for us girls segment and it was boring. So yeah, you're right, Joe. Yeah. 
All right, very good. All right, uh, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. So, for Nathan Brown, Lori Rockingcamp, and myself, jump in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This podcast was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Carter McKinnon. Corinna Williamson. Deck Head. Doofus Maximus. E. Smith. Elizabeth Timmer. Emma. Humble Pie. J. Thomas Plank. Jesse Harris. Lauren Eckert. Lucy Carrasco. Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nicholas Springham, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Robin Egenberger, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>